3: And welcome back to Barmydale Radio. That was the Barmydale Brass Band playing their new release. We're in the army now. And speaking of the forces, today we're joined on the show by two ex-military men, Keith Meadows and Dan Parker. Gracie, quick! They're about to be on the radio. Oh, coming, in, Sharon! Welcome to the show, Keith Meadows and Dan Parker.
5: Hello. Hello.
3: So, I understand that you're both bona fide war heroes. Uh,
5: well, your words, Deborah, but... Very kind.
3: Oh, There's no need to be modest. We've managed to get hold of your service records and let me be the first to say it is an honour to be able to sit here with you both.
5: Oh, is it? I suppose we did our bit, didn't we, Dan?
3: Uh, we did, Keith. You certainly did. And you both saw conflict more than once. Uh, now, don't be shy. You have very distinguished service records. Oh, uh, well,
6: Thank you, thank you.
3: Now tell me, Keith, what was it like to serve in the SAS?
5: Uh, Are we live on air, Deborah? Of course. Well, I don't really know what to say.
3: Was that because of the Official Secrets Act? Well,
5: somewhat
6: like that, love, yeah. I didn't know Keith was in the SAS, Gracie.
3: No, neither did I. But why you're here, of course, is because we want to learn from your expertise. If you were a Ukrainian general right now, how would you be advising President Zelensky? What would you be doing in response to the Russian invasion? I
5: thought you wanted us here to talk about the annual Barmidale Gnome Display Competition that's coming up in a few weeks.
3: No, that's our next guests, Colonel Hathaway and Major Blackwell. Oh. Uh... With service records like yours, you must have some advice you can give the Ukrainian military.
5: Well, we, we do have one or two tips we could share, I suppose.
3: Oh, dear.
4: Oh, here they are. Welcome the return of the war heroes. Stay
6: up, love. I didn't think you'd still be here, Sharon. Who's looking after the pub? I asked Alice to step in because I was so upset after listening to you on the radio. Oh, I thought it went quite well. Quite well? What do you think you were playing at, Dan? SAS? The nearest you've ever come to the SAS is watching Bear Grylls on TV. I didn't say I was SAS. Well, that was Keith, that was. You said you were special forces in Sierra Leone, Dan. Well, I I did visit Sierra Leone. You were cooking pancakes for the rear
4: admiral. And what about you, Keith Meadows? What do you have to say for yourself?
6: What was I
5: meant to say to the woman? I could hardly tell her she'd made a right cock-up live on air, could I? She didn't
4: have to lie! It wasn't my fault. She put words in my mouth. She didn't tell the story of the Iranian embassy siege, Keith. I was there, Gracie. You were there four years later, guarding the place... What about being held in the next run from Terry Wait for three months?
5: Ah, oh, well,
6: I might have got a bit carried away there. Honestly, all you had to do was go on and promote the Barmydale gnome display competition. There's no need to make a big deal of it, Sharon. There's no arm done. No harm done? You should have heard that poor Major Blackwell on next, trying to Google the dates of the gnome competition while Colonel Hathaway struggled to remember his favourite gnome display from his childhood. Really, Keith, to put those two great men through their awful experience, I'm so ashamed of you. This'll have consequences, Dan. Oh, you're exaggerating, Sharon. It'll be old news by tomorrow.
4: Oh, Sharon's right. You can't lie like that on radio and expect no consequences.
5: There won't be any consequences. Don't be daft. Now then, are we still having a Gracie special for brunch?
4: We are not. Sharon and I are going out, and you two can fend for yourselves.
5: Blinking it, Gracie. That's a bit harsh, don't you think?
4: If you can escape from the clutches of Hezbollah, Keith, you can fry an egg!
5: Smoked bacon or unsmoked? Streaky. Oh dear, oh dear. There's nothing wrong with streaky. Uh, Not those eggs, the others. You get more for your money. There are six in each box. Plus, I like the yolks in these. Do you always shop like this? What do you mean? Oh, not that, bread. Multigrain only for me. We're not canaries, Dan. What's wrong with good old-fashioned white bread? Hey, up! Oh, three o'clock. Three o'clock? It's eleven thirty-five. No, over there. Blimey. Isn't that one-eyed Willie? It can't be. I thought he were dead. No, he's definitely him. Who else do you know with a lazy eye and a patch over his glass one? Aye, you're right. Never trusted him, Dan. Not since he won the Barmydale Darts competition. he oh, just annoy you beat him. He must have cheated How can he cheat at darts? If you think winning the darts competition with eyes like that isn't fishy There's nothing fishy about him Keith He's just got a wandering eye Hey up! don't look, he's seen us How can you tell? He's coming this way No, oh, no, quick, look busy Good afternoon gentlemen Oh, hello Willie, I didn't see you there Nice to see you Willie, we were just talking about you, weren't we Keith? Aye, we were, we thought you were dead Well I'm very much alive, thank you Keith Aye, we can see that Willie Anyway, it's a coincidence bumping into you in here.
1: Actually, lads, it's not a coincidence at all. I followed you here. Followed us? I need to speak to you both. If it's about the dance... It's not about that, Keith. But we can't speak here. Meet me in Teddy's Café once you've finished shopping. Well, we are actually quite hungry, Willie. Another time, perhaps? No, lads. We need to talk. I have important news for you.
5: We, we could grab a fry up in the cafe, Keith. All right, Willie. Terry's caf Come on then, Willie. What's this news you need to tell us?
1: Well, you know the Russians have invaded Ukraine.
5: Is that why you dragged us here? We
1: know that, don't we? Yes, but what you don't know is that a party of concerned Barmydale citizens met with the mayoress last week, worried that the residents of Berksworth might be inspired by the Russian invasion and decide to invade us.
5: Berksworth invasion of Barmydale? Do you think that's likely, Willie?
1: You know as well as I do that Berksworth has invaded several times before.
5: Not for 1,200 years.
1: But well, we have solid intelligence that Berksworth Town Council is in the pay of the Kremlin. The Kremlin? Barmydale Council placed a double agent in Berksworth Town Hall just a few months ago and she has provided intel that suggests they have a direct link to the Kremlin. I
6: don't believe
5: it. Who is this double agent, Willie?
1: I can't reveal anything about that, gents. It's top secret.
5: You already told us it's a woman. I did not. You did? You called the agent a she. Blast it. You also told us that she joined Berksworth Council just a few months ago. It'll only take five minutes on the Berksworth Council website for us to work it out, Willie. Oh, all right. It's Margaret Ramsbottom. Margaret Ramsbottom? Keep your voice down. Arthur the Postman's widow. She is literally the last person anyone would hire to be a spy. Why have we got her?
1: Well, as you say, the last person anyone would choose. Perfect cover.
5: I thought she was still breaking down, crying over Arthur's death in almost every conversation she has.
1: Yes, well, that's another reason they picked her. No one at our council could stand the constant crying anymore. They had to get rid of her somehow.
5: Blimey. I never thought I'd see the day that Margaret Ramsbottom was a secret agent.
1: She has been very prolific at supplying our town council with the information. But how is she getting the information? Well, apparently, they're so used to her sitting in the corner of rooms crying that they forget she's there and they just talk freely in front of her.
5: Yeah, I have to admit, it's a brilliant technique. And using this method, she's discovered that the Kremlin have taken over books of council.
1: The entire building, apparently, top to
5: bottom, and that's why
1: I was sent to make contact with you. Will you meet with our leadership, the mayoress? No. Leadership has been invested in secret committee. Go to the parish hall at noon and the committee will be waiting. Right, I have to go.
5: Well, it's all a bit strange, don't you think? It certainly is. Not least us being invited to the mayoress's secret committee. The mayoress hates me. You don't think they heard us on the radio this morning, do you? No. No-one listens to local radio. They're probably just aware that we were in the military. Which is more than can be said for most folk around here. Ah, you're probably right. Anyway, it's nearly noon. We should get going. <coughs>
6: shh,
1: shh. Sorry, I'm light, Sandra.
7: Only by a few minutes, Willie. Come in. Right, everyone. As you know, as the mayoress's personal assistant, I have been granted authority in her absence. I declare this meeting open and I'll begin by taking the register. Register? Isn't this supposed to be a secret meeting? It is a secret meeting, Mildred, but the mayoress asked me to tell her who turns up. I'm sure she just wanted you to let her know unofficially, Sandra. But she's always saying I should write stuff down because I forget everything. Well, I don't know much about the espionage business, but I do know that James Bond never
1: took the register at his meetings. In fairness to Sandra, Moneypenny would have been the one to take the register. She was an assistant just like Sandra. Well, I'm not happy about having my name on a list.
7: Well, I need to make a note. So, Mildred, are you present? You know I am. Mildred. Oh, present. Reverend Wilkins?
1: Uh, present.
7: Margaret Ramsbottom? <laughs> oh. Margaret, are you here or not? Sorry, Arthur will be so sad to miss out on all this. He loves James Bond. I'll put you down as present, Alice Farthing. Present, present. Willie. Present. Right. First order of business: Keith Meadows and Dan Parker. Willie, did you successfully make contact?
1: I did. Keith and Dan. I thought we'd agreed that on no account should they find out anything about what we're doing.
7: We did, but all that changed this morning.
1: Why? Well, the mayoress heard them on the radio. She wants their expertise on the committee. Expertise? It turns out that Keith and Dan are former SAS men. SAS? I don't believe it. It can't be. They're the biggest wallies
7: in Barmydale. Apparently, that was all just a cover. You mean they just pretend to be stupid? Yeah, they actually possess military minds of the highest calibre. Well, I never. They should be here any moment to receive their orders. What orders? We're sending them into enemy territory. Not
1: Berksworth.
7: That must be them now. Come in, lad. make the committee.
5: Oh, uh, hello all.
7: Pull up a chair. Officers. <coughs> it's an honour to have you both here.
5: Oh, thank you very much.
7: I'll get right to it. Margaret has identified the precise whereabouts of the documentation that proves Kremlin involvement at Berksworth Town Hall. Where is it, Margaret?
6: In a filing cabinet in Councillor Wilson's office.
7: Filed under P for Putin. The mayoress believes that if we can get hold of said paperwork, we can reveal Berksworth's plans and prevent their invasion. So the mayoress wants you two to get inside Berksworth Town Hall and steal the documentation.
5: You what? Why doesn't Margaret just get it herself? She knows where it
6: is and she works there. Oh no, I can't. The documents are in an envelope. So? Arthur was a postman, wasn't he? I'm in bits whenever I see one. I haven't been able to walk past a postbox for six months without filling up. If I have to escape at speed, I'll never do it if my eyes are watering.
5: Oh, for Pete's sake.
7: I'm sure it's an easy mission compared to your previous work with the SAS.
5: Oh, aye. When do you want it done by? By about 6pm today would be good. Today? is that a problem, Keith? Well, I'll have to ask the wife.
7: Why don't you give your wife a call, Keith? There's a phone in the
5: office. I'll come with you, Keith. This is brilliant, Keith. They obviously did listen to the radio, and I think we're former SAS. Aye, I know that, don't I? Oh, I'm supposed to be working in the pub this afternoon. How am I going to explain to Sharon that I've got to drop that and go to Berksworth on Her Majesty's Secret Service? I don't know, do I? Look, let's run to our options. A. We tell the truth and admit we lied on radio. No, total humiliation. All right. B. We say my leg's playing up and the whole thing is a non-starter. Oh, your leg again? It's too obvious. Or C. Yes, this is it. We go to Berksworth, pop into a pub for a few hours, then come back and say we broke in successfully found the filing cabinet, but they've moved the document. It wasn't there. Ah, brilliant. I'll just let Gracie know. I won't be back till later.
4: Hello? Hello, Only me. Oh, where have you been, Keith? I've been worried sick. I went out, didn't I? I know, but you didn't come back. That's what worried me. Are you still cross with me for abandoning you this morning? I hope it doesn't cause you too much trouble.
5: No, not too much. Now, listen, I'm staying out for the afternoon, but I should be home for tea around 6.30.
4: Oh, good, because I'm making us a nice chicken kiev. You mean a chicken kiev? Kiev, Keith, please.
5: No, oh, you know I'm not a fan of those.
4: I know, but I was just watching the news about those poor Ukrainians, and I thought it was the least we could do for the war effort.
5: The war effort? Blinkin' neck, the Russians will be quaking in
4: the boots. Well, I wanted us to sign up for a refugee, but you said no. We have to do something. Even Branston is making an effort. Branston? What can he do? He's in jail. Not since this morning. He's escaped. Again? Blimey, they said they built the only prison that could hold him. He has more day trips than me. Well, Apparently it's different this time. He's left a note saying he felt compelled to go and help the Ukrainians, so he says he's joining the international brigade that's over there. It's very touching, really. Touching? He probably just wants to go and kill more people. Don't be like that, Keith. At least this time it will be for good cause. So we need to do our bit. Eating a chicken kiev isn't too much to ask, is it?
5: What makes you think I'm not doing my bit already?
4: Oh, what are you doing? Well,
5: actually, it's top secret and I can't say.
4: Oh, Keith, not this again.
5: All right, we'll have chicken kiev. I'll see you later.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: How did
5: it go, Keith? Has the wife agreed to let the SAS officer out for the afternoon? Yes, she has actually, Reverend.
7: Now, what I didn't tell you is that to help you both with your mission, we're supplying you with a crack support team. You what? Oh, yes. The very best we have to offer. So don't worry, you won't have to do this alone.
5: Oh, for Pete's sake.
7: We'll leave you and your team here to formulate a plan. Willie, Alice, Margaret, pay close attention and do exactly what they say.
5: Willie, Alice and Margaret are our crack team.
7: They're all ideally suited to the mission. And they were the only ones available at short notice. Oh dear. All those not going to Berksworth, let's leave Keith and Dan alone to prepare their team
5: so margaret what do you bring to the operation except for a special crying technique
7: i know the building like the back of my hand and the other side of my hand will give us access to the secure office where the document is held
5: oh so you can only access the office with your palm print
7: no
2: i use that side of my hand to turn doorknobs
5: alice what's your special skill
2: Well, if you remember, I'm the leader of the musical group Alice Farthing and the Dry Ice Quartet.
5: Believe me, Alice, no one who's heard you sing ever forgets it. But how is that a special skill?
2: I'll be bringing my dry ice machine.
5: What? So once you've broken in, you're going to sing a number to distract the security guards?
2: No, I'm going to pump dry ice into the foyer so you chaps can sneak by security
5: without them noticing.
1: (sighs) Willie? I don't really know.
5: (sighs) Oh, all right. Give me and Dan a few minutes to come up with a plan, and, and then we'll go. Right, team. Do we all know what we're doing?
1: I'm
2: still not sure my dress is appropriate for the town hall in the middle of the afternoon. Don't you think I'll stand out?
5: Alice, you are the key to distracting the security guard in reception. What about me, Case? I told you, Willie, you're the lookout. But... No buts, Willie. We need someone on the roof of the car park to keep lookout. Here you go, Keith. I've got the walkie-talkies
7: you asked for. Arthur loved these. It meant that even while he was on his rounds, he could keep in touch with me. Inside a radius of 500 metres, of course.
5: Why didn't he just use a mobile phone? Oh, I never thought to ask. And now I
3: never will,
5: oh. Oh, well done, Keith. You've set her off now, haven't you? Dan, stop going on. Just give one of those walkie-talkies to Willie and we'll keep the other one. Willie, if you see anything suspicious, then use the distress code. What was it again? Blimey, Willie, we picked a word we hear all the time these days, so you couldn't forget it. Kiev. Oh, hi. What time did you say the security guard goes for his cigarette, Margaret? Every hour on the hour, precisely. Right, we have three minutes then. Everyone synchronise watches on the count of three. I haven't got a watch, Dan. Oh, bloomy neck, Willie. It doesn't matter, Dan. He can use the church clock. I'm not sure I can say the clock face very well, though, Keith. This is a disaster, Keith. I told you using one-eyed Willie as a lookout was a stupid idea. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Unless your plan is to get Willie to woo the security guard. No, I'm not saying that. Right. Willie, you just get up onto that car park roof and remember to walkie-talkie us if you spot trouble.
1: Aye, aye, Captain... Oh, it's one minute early.
5: It doesn't mean the security guard will be one minute early, Dan. He might be on time.
1: Too late. Here
2: he comes.
5: Right, Alice. Shoulders back, chest out. And for Pete's sake, show some leg woman. And don't forget the dry ice machine, Alice. (sighs) You're not going to pull the security guard bent double, Alice. You need sex appeal.
2: I forgot how heavy it is.
5: You must remember to plug that in once you're inside the town hall. Honestly, she's supposed to be walking seductively. She looks more like Quasimodo in drag. It's the dry ice machine. It's nearly pulling her over. No, oh, she's never going to attract his attention long enough looking like that. Well, at least she's made it without falling over. Let's see if she can woo him. Hello,
2: handsome. Oh, hello. You don't know me, but
1: Alice, is that you, Dennis?
2: Dennis Partridge. I don't believe it.
1: It must be 45 years. What are you doing here? Uh... Have you forgotten?
2: Stop talking, Dennis. And kiss me again like you did that summer. What summer? 1976.
1: Uh, I don't think that was me, love.
2: I think it was.
1: No, I'm sure I'd remember.
2: Well, kiss me anyway. I'm at work,
6: Alice.
2: Just do it, Dennis. Or I'll scream. Please don't. No,
1: Dennis. Oh, just a quick one,
5: then. Blimey, she's kissing him. She did that quick. Oh, hi. she don't mess about that Alice. He didn't put up much of a fight, did he? I don't think he had much choice, Keith. Come on, we'd better get in there before he shouts rape. Come on, Margaret.
2: What do you think of that, Dennis?
1: Very nice. Except for the dry ice machine digging into my side...
2: Mm, Sorry.
1: Actually, Alice, do you mind if I ask why you're carrying a dry ice machine around with you? It's
2: part of my singing act, Dennis. I never go anywhere without it. Now, do you mind if I pop into the town hall and use the toilet?
1: No, of course not. I'll come with you.
2: No need. You're on your break and I'll be back in a flash.
5: Over here. We'll wait for Alice behind that yucca plant. Do you think all plants in Berks are for plastic, Keith? Wouldn't surprise me, Dad. Hey, Alice is coming in. Alice! Alice, over here! Grand job with the security guard, Alice. Right, Alice. Plug that dry ice machine in and get it turned on. Margaret is taking me and Dan to the fourth floor. As soon as our lift reaches that level, press that fire alarm. That should empty the building while Margaret leads me and Dan to the target. Right, but then what do I do? You get out of here, Alice, and then you join Willie on the roof.
7: Oh, isn't this exciting? My Arthur would have loved
5: this. I'm sure he would have, Margaret. That's the fire alarm. Alice has done it, Keith. Aye, she's on fire today. I'm smoking hot. I wouldn't go that far. Well, I hope her luck continues if she makes it onto the car park roof to join Willie. I think he needs a second pair of eyes. He could do with the first pair. Right, which way, Margaret? Left. Come on.
1: You made it, then?
2: Yes. Oh, by the looks of it, the dry ice machine is doing its
1: job. Why, what's going on?
2: All the employees are piling out of the town hall. Are I Shall I tell Keith? No. We only contact him if there's a problem.
7: This is the door to the office.
5: Which is the filing cabinet, Margaret?
7: That one. You'll find it under P. Is
6: this it? That's the one. Oh, sorry. Envelopes. I'm filling up.
5: I can't believe we actually did it, Keith. Oh, no. Open it, then. What does it say? No, for Pete's sake. Oh, what is it? What did you say you heard, Margaret? The Kremlin have looked at the old system in place in Berksworth Town Hall and they're replacing it with a new one?
6: Yes, that's exactly
5: right. You don't think it could be that Tremlin plumbers have looked at the old system and are replacing that with a new one? Because the only thing in this envelope, Margaret, is an estimate from Mr Tremlin the Plumber for a place in the cistern.
7: Oh dear. So it was filed under P
5: for Plumber,
7: not Putin.
5: No, oh, blinking heck, Margaret. So no invasion.
1: Sorry, Keith.
5: You better go, Margaret. We'll put everything back and hide our tracks.
1: What's going on now, Alice? It's
2: a good job, I'm here, isn't it? Some look you are. Oh, no. Dennis has spotted the dry ice machine. He's turned it off. All the smoke is disappearing. That's not good. Everyone's going back inside.
1: Oh, dear.
2: Quick, contact Keith with the code word aborting the mission.
5: Have you dusted all our prints down? I have, Keith. But while we're in here, maybe we should get hold of some other documents. It could put us in the good books with the mayoress. Oh, aye, we could definitely use the brownie points with her. And we have gone to a lot of trouble to get in here.
1: Broadsword calling barmy boys. Come in, barmy boys.
5: Oh, no, it's Willie. Go ahead, Broadsword. Keith. Yes, this is Keith. Keeve. Yes, this is Keith. Keith. I told you, Willie, it is Keith. 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 Blimey, will it? You're talking to Keith. What is it you want? Keith! 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 He means Kiev! It's a distress code! Oh, we must be in trouble! Blinky neck! Quick! Let's get out of here!
1: Put your hands up. You're under arrest.
5: Blinky neck. Oh, dear. in prison then, Keith. How am I going to explain this to the wife? I know what you mean. The last thing I want to hear is another I told you so speech. We could refuse to see them if they try to visit. We could be doing a long stretch for this one, Keith. Blinking radio show. I told you we shouldn't go on that. What's that? It sounds like drilling. It's coming from the other side of this wall. It must be Willie. Alice and Margaret come to break us out. we stand back, Keith. Afternoon, lads. Branston? Come on, I'm breaking you out of here. How did you know we were here? If there's one thing I've got, Keith, it's prison sources. Now come on, we've got to get to the airstrip. The airstrip? Yeah, I've got a military transport plane waiting on the runway to fly us out of here. Palmadale's only three miles away. What are you doing still around here anyway? I heard you'd escaped and were headed straight for Ukraine to join the International Brigade. Well, I was just about to leave, but then I heard you two on the radio. Oh, I see. And I thought, that's what I'll need in Ukraine. Proper military experience on my side. Oh
1: dear, oh dear. Let's go, we don't have time to stand here chatting.
4: Hello? A
6: reverse charge call from Ukraine. Do you accept the charges?
4: From Ukraine? I suppose so. Connecting you now. Gracie! Keith! Where are you? Gracie! Put us down for a refugee! I thought you didn't want a refugee! Ah, oh, well,
5: it might come in handy now.
2: Bobby Dale star Juliet Howland as Gracie Camilla Simpson as Sharon Stuart Wilden as Dan Martin Skellen as Keith Geoffrey Holland as Reverend Wilkins Judy Buxton as Mildred Wilkins Nicholas Lumley as Willie Abby Norman as Sandra Kate Skellen as Alice Farthing Sally Burnett as Margaret Ramsbottom Will Chitty as Branson Ben Stock as Dennis Sarah Applewood as the radio show host Chris Benson as the policeman Fran Walker as the telephone operator The music was composed by Jordan Freighter And the show was written and edited by Skellen and Wielden for
3: Barmy Productions.
2: And if you enjoy Barmydale, you can support the show at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Barmydale. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.